Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I am Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Dudes to Dads. The Dudes to Dads podcast. <laughs> and uh, Alan, hello, hello again. Yeah. I feel like I've seen you before. Yeah. Oh, 150 other times during this <laughs> podcast. That's one way to put it. Yeah. This is episode 151. Wasn't that a, a very interesting way to put the number out there. Yeah. We should have 151 rum in front of us or something. Yes. So <laughs> I have a little statement here. Uh-huh. Um, people have been in world wars. Mm-hmm. Some people have been stuck in mine shafts for days on end without food. Yes. There's those that have been tortured by enemies. Where are you going with this? <laughs> none of these. I repeat, none of these are as difficult as dealing with a toddler during nighttime. Okay. <laughs> and for those with children, they will completely understand yeah, what I'm talking about. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so today's topic is establishing a nighttime routine. Mm. Now, we could have multiple episodes about a baby toddler and getting or child and getting them to sleep through the night. There's, there's a ton of stuff about that. Yeah. This is the two hours or so before your child is going to sleep. Right. It's the nighttime routine, the schedule, however you want to call it of prior to them going to sleep. Right. And essentially assisting them in going to sleep. Yeah. And you keeping your sanity. <laughs> right. Both of those. Yes. So. Eat, greeting. Yeah, absolutely. Establishing a routine is great from the minute the baby's born. You know, there's a feeding schedule. There's yeah. sleeping schedule. Sleeping, there's right, all that stuff. Right. And and many people do that. Sure. Not everybody, but a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a very common thing. And in, in the hospital, they suggest it in most well, cases. Well, it's like training your child to kind of adjust to this normal schedule of day and night and totally at the work yeah, and all There's that. life. Yeah, life. It's life. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what we're covering here is really the age when your child is old enough to be doing things on their own. Mm. So there's a little side note. Your child is ready to do things on their own probably a lot earlier than you think yeah previous episodes it kind of surprised me but you would like you know kid throwing away his own diaper type of thing right like that type of if he can walk if he can walk they can do it right yeah now yeah so with this this routine means like you know the, so the, the child needs to be able to identify a picture ideally know a clock mm-hmm. you know or at least know the numbers on the clock and mm-hmm. and so they're not going to be you know, just walking or whatever. I mean, that's sure. You know, there are some things for sure that you can establish your routine, but what specifically I'm talking about is essentially making a schedule. Yeah. Right. And they need to know the time and they need to be able to look at the time and they kind of have to have have a concept of time and punch. Totally. They have to understand and have a concept of time. And that for some, that may not happen until 
a little bit older, kindergarten, yeah. first grade, I was you know, say it can preschool. Be, yeah, once they're starting yeah. to be in school, they learn the numbers yeah. and they do all that. Now you can certainly do this beforehand, and you can show pictures and they can show the order of what happens, and kids will know like, hey, what comes next and what comes next. But yeah. the, the way way I'm going to explain it and what worked for me and and our family, um, that's how I wanted to to share. Yeah. So this is something that we implemented and I implemented, and it it worked fairly okay <laughs> i guess um yeah it's nighttime is really it's a battle zone and most you know most parents know this and um the hope here is that you can take some of the advice to make nighttime a little bit easier for both you and your child yeah so that the the, the single best piece of advice is just create a schedule mm. um this helps and this is in quotes reduce the battles in your house okay, or the nighttime battles. Notice right. I did say reduce, not right, right. eliminate. <laughs> sure. Sure. So step number one, take inventory. So what that means, <laughs> it's very business like <laughs> this is for dads, you know, with checklist inventory, a skew number for every toy. Well, if it was women and I might say, you know, check your emotion. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, I don't know. I could be stereotypical, <laughs> but basically you're taking inventory. You're writing down all of the things that you need your child to do before their head hits the pillow. Okay. So this can be bath, brush teeth, put on pajamas, read a story. I mean, you go through it in your mind. It's not that hard. There's anywhere from five to 20, you know, things depending on what you want to do. You know, keep it fairly like, you know, say walk up the stairs, walk down the stairs. You don't want to do too detail, but in general, it's put on pajamas, brush your teeth, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and write them down and then put them in chronological order. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this comes first. This comes first. Right. Um, now, and you're going back all the way until dinner. Okay. So what happens after dinner, et cetera, you know, do gotcha. that. you're doing all those things. Okay. So once you've done that, you put them in chron- chronological order. You have to go step number two. You establish the bedtime that you want them to have. And what is the good bedtime generally? Well, so if you're unsure, the earlier, the better. That's my, that would be my general advice. <laughs> okay. So as an example, my kids had a around, uh, well, when they were really little, it was, it was very early, but for the longest time, it was about seven thirty. So like maybe like an hour after dinner. Is that like a good rule? Well, that's what you have to figure out. Okay. So this is where it all, this is what it yeah, all happens. Yeah, I'm so, just curious. so you have to figure out how many things you need to get done <laughs> and the timing for each of those. <clears throat> sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's complicated, but no, it's not. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with you. So as an example, my kid's bedtime, uh, when I did this list, uh, well, they were in bed, but the lights out were 745. Okay. We then established, you know, 745 was the time. Uh, and so we have to work backwards from there and I'll get to that and sort of what, what happens. But there's people that their kids don't go to sleep till probably 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. So. If that works for you, that's fine. I mean, if you're not complaining and you don't have any time for yourself and that works, yeah. I mean, that's fine. It, you know, um, but I it is Rick. Kids. 
What's I that? I went to bed at like nine. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends on how old, but for yeah. younger kids, I mean, it's really recommended that they go to sleep early. Sure. You know, um, I mean, when our kids were really young, I remember it was shown like to go to sleep at like six thirty, seven wow. o'clock. And I was yeah. like, wow, I mean, yeah. that's like dinner time. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. or for some, it's not even dinner time. Right. Yet. Yeah, for sure. So of course you have to adapt this to your schedules and what, whatever right. works for your family. Yeah, but I'm just telling say. you what I did and sure. this has worked for me. Okay. To my caveat before I get a bunch of hate. <laughs> right. How do you do? Don't, don't write in. Actually, you can. I, yeah. That's controversial. Comments work. And on YouTube, it helps. <laughs> you actually get better yeah. rankings from yeah. people not liking yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that hasn't happened yet. No, no, right. But they will. <laughs> um, as you get more popular, more people dislike More people you. hate on you. Yeah, or they like to write, write comments. I welcome it. Get, <laughs> help me with that algorithm. Um, so anyways, um, the you want to establish the bedtime that you want to have. And... Like I said, if you want to go late, that's fine. But so my kids had a seven, uh, they had seven thirty for a long time, but for the purpose of the, uh, what the schedule I did, they did seven forty five, And then you go to step number three, which is work backwards with the realistic time slots. Yes. So you go through in order and you say, Hey, okay, they have a seven thirty bedtime. And these things need to get done. So, for example, I, I gave the example here. I wrote, if it's 8 o'clock, let's say that they want to go to bed, they probably have to be in bed by 7.30, 7.40. You, you know how long it probably takes them to fall asleep or if you're going to read a book or, you know, whatever. Um, and then they have to brush their teeth by 7.20. And, you know, and you go <laughs> literally go down 5, 10 minutes, whatever it is, and write that down. Mm-hmm. Um and so what happens, then you get to step number four, is that dinner time gets established. Yes. Based on how much time that's going to take. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. To do that. Right, right. You, know, you, you can only fit so much time. You either have to have, well, no, we're going to have dinner at this time, and then whatever amount of time you need to get the rest of the stuff done, and yeah. that's what time they fall asleep, or you're going to have to work backwards the other way. There's only two ways to do it. Right. But f- that's what happened for us. We say, okay, well, we kind of figured it out. Well, how much time do we want to have? What's what's the dinner time? And for us, dinner time, six o'clock. Six o'clock's a great dinner time. That's, yeah. I mean, and I say that probably because it's I very early for it, some, though. But it is, I know. And I even, it's early for me uh, now, but like before, I think six o'clock's kind of the established. It's like in most cases, uh, in most seasons, the right. sun's going down and or yeah. about to go down. The problem is, if dinner goes off as not on time, mm-hmm. then your schedule's then off. your schedule's on right. time. Yeah. So you've got to figure that out. Now, you then get so you your dinner time's established. That was step number four, um, and then you get to number five. So you you've established the dinner time. You've got all your times written. You print out multiple copies and laminate them. <laughs> I have a laminating machine. I love okay. it. It's just <laughs> so. For me, I put copies in each of my children's rooms mm-hmm. um, as well as our kitchen because that's like the sort of central meeting place. Yeah. And when we first started, we the reason we laminated it, actually, the, the whole main reason was I wanted them to be able to actually physically check off oh, right. that they did something because they just were so into like placing things and checking things and writing things. You know, when they're that little that they really like, that. they like that they like to hold the pen and mark it yeah. and whatever. When so you're older, it's becomes time tracking. To, it, yeah. It's a waste. It's a waste of your energy. <laughs> um, so that just helped them. They enjoyed that part of it. And I think it's just in general, the schedule becomes the best way to establish a routine. Mm. Um, but having said that, it's never perfect. Sure. It's, it's just, 
don't expect that it's going to always be perfect. Yeah. And you can't go crazy when the schedule is off. Note to self. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I loosened up a little. Yeah. Right, honey? Uh, no. Um, so here's some tips, though, that uh, I thought of also that I wish somebody would have told me. Yeah. Um, nighttime is hard. You know, and as a parent, you're tired you're hangry, however it is when you get home. Um, and oftentimes you want to do your own stuff, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. Like for me, sometimes that might be doing some of this stuff, you know, like scripting a video or, you know, do, working on a website or something. Sure. Or others want to watch TV or work on music or wh- whatever it is that you want to get to as a parent. Yeah. Exercise, something. And you can't get to it until your kids are asleep. Right. That's, that often happens. Sure, sure. Um, or you just want alone time. Yeah, just to decompress. <laughs> just, hey, I want to have a con- adult conversation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Um, that can happen too. Yeah. Um, so that's one tip is just be prepared that, you know, you're going to be tired. And mm-hmm. so as a parent, you it's it's nice to then at least have the schedule. Um, and, I, and I will say what's also nice is that you can point to the schedule and blame it on the schedule. <laughs> Sure. So what happens is, hey, what's going on at 7.15? Yeah, well, yeah. 7.15 says that we're supposed to be doing that. Rules say, clearly, 7.15, we need to be brushing teeth. Correct. (laughs) So you can definitely blame it on that. Yeah. Um, It's not your problem. (laughs) It's the science problem. That's funny. It's like my old bartender credo. It's like, I blame it on the house when uh, something goes terribly wrong. You you, want to kick them out or something? Hey, man, I can't give you another drink. I I would. I'd personally give you another drink. I totally would. But the house, they, they get mad when I do that. <laughs> so does the law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and the yeah. law says you right. will die. Um, so the other part is have your child take part in creating the schedule. Mm-hmm. So allow them to help establish the times so that, you know, they have, they have some skin in the game. Yeah. You know, they actually, Oh, well you, you, you said it was seven fifteen yeah, was a good right. time for you to brush your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not the case? You right. know, and you can do that. Um, another important tip, you have to be on the same page with your spouse. So in other words, if you are a routine person and your spouse is not, yeah. Um, and it's not working and, and, or vice versa, you just don't care to have a routine and your spouse really does. Mm-hmm. That can be a problem, yeah. you know, and, and it's, and it's not good where let's say you trade off days where one's in charge and the other one's not and like, Hey, on mom days, there's a schedule on dad days. There's yeah. not, yeah, no. although that, you know, Hey, if that's what works for your family, <laughs> but I could imagine kids thrive on routine. They just do, yeah. you know, that's, that's just what happens. I would imagine it would be difficult for if someone had a job, if you both work, and one person had a job that was kind of sporadic in terms of a scheduling, like a wait totally. staff or a bartender. Or no, there's, that's why I said these are, this worked for us. Yeah. There is going to be, there's um, people especially, have nine to fivers. Probably. No, especially as the kids get older, they then have sports, right? You know, they then yeah. have, or yeah. there's After other things. Activities yeah. And, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, your, your work schedule change. This is a, this is a scenario in which we had nine to fives, yeah. eight to sixes or whatever, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Right, right, yeah. Um, you know, kids are going, kids had to have a little bit of a schedule. Like we were able to do that. Also important for us is like we ate dinner together. Some yep. people don't have that opportunity. So it's just, yeah, you've got to make it work for yourself. But um, this is what worked for us. So um, I did say then consider being a little bit more flexible on the weekend, but not too flexible. 
Mm-hmm. In other words, it doesn't go from routine to completely. There's no routine Chaos. at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like yeah. there's, you know, there's no reason you for maybe them able to, to stay it. up a little bit later. So the routine just push back. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, an hour or so, Yeah, you know, you can or have you watch a movie together or something. Yeah, yeah. And you can have a weekend time that if there's normally seven 30, they go to bed at eight 39 or something like right. that, you know, but you want to be careful not to swing too hard because the kid is still going to get tired and yeah. if they're like our children it doesn't matter what time they go to bed they still get up at the same time right i don't know you know if it's the sun or whatever it doesn't yeah. matter yeah um so that that is something you want to consider um the winding down that's in quotes is really important so you know this is just a tip for the kind of the reason of giving a little bit of time prior to like brushing teeth but you know whatever so if that is laying down with you and snuggling or if it's reading or if it's, you know, something quiet Mm -hmm. and calm Mm -hmm. is really important. So playing games of any kind, you know, and I remember now, like, you know, I used to once in a while we'd play like instead of reading, we'd play like a, a some sort of like alphabet board game or something. The problem with that now looking back and also hearing what experts say (laughs) is that it's stimulating their mind. You know, yeah. It's not allowing them necessarily to unwind and relax, whereas reading has a tendency to do that. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, you know, when they're playing a game, or especially electronics, actually looking at the screen is not good for you before you go to sleep. That's yeah. actually a proven scientific thing, whether it's adults or kids. <laughs> right. Looking at a screen before you go to sleep is not good. Right. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to do anything that's going to hinder them from going to sleep mm-hmm. and having a good night's sleep. Um. The other thing is, too, you're going to want to give them warnings on the time. So that's just the nature of what we do. Yeah. So you've mentioned this previously in other shows where you would kind of like, all right, uh, five, five minutes, minutes or hey, right. 10 minute wrap up. Or right. Whatever, get, and get that helps. And, and what you want to do here is ask them questions instead of telling them too. so maybe like, hey, what comes after your pajamas? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and this is. You're, this is what happens when they're really young. It's like right. this is just you're going to have to do this. Yeah. And here's the other thing is be or have the expectation that it's going to take you about a thousand days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no joke. Three years, <laughs> a thousand days. Okay. Before they get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they might get it once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you're going to, it's, it's going to be, and, and the thing is kids appreciate the consistency. Sure. So, you know, for some adults, like they don't maybe like the routine. The adults mm-hmm. won't, don't want to do a routine. And if that works for you, then great. The difficulty is kids thrive on routine. Yeah. They, they enjoy the routine. And so, um, you know, they watch the same movie 500 times or they're, you know, they read the same bedtime story a thousand times. You're like, really? We're going to read that again. We just read that six nights in a row. They want to read it again. Yeah. That's why I want you to read it again. That's what happens. So, um, you know, so the whole overarching thing with this is, you know, you, you just have to, Understand what works for your family, what works for you, establish those times, make a schedule, and you have to stick to it. Yeah. You really have to be consistent. For it's sure. it's something that um, you know, it's not easy. Um, you don't want to go nuts when the schedule doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Try it again the next day and we'll make sure that the schedule works. But night times are difficult. Yeah. Um, I found them difficult, and of course, because I was tired. I had stuff I needed to do and I felt like my time was so limited. Yes. Um, and it was battling with the fact of like spending the time with the children. 
Yes. You know, like I, I want to spend the time with the children, but I also want to do this and yeah. I need to get this done. Right. You know, oh, there's a list of four or five things I need to get done, whether it's something around the house, whether it's just hanging out with my wife, like whatever. There's things that you want to do and selfishly you just you want to do them and you don't get to. For sure. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you exactly. Know? You don't you're not the priority. Right. Yeah. So the paradigm shift called you're not doing that right now. But it's interesting yeah. though because I think the scheduling actually does help kind of create um, something you carve out because, mm-hmm. you know, I know for me, I would tend to go off the deep end and be kind of self-centered in, in terms of my own personal space. So to have a routine does carve out that time. And right. I think that um, it makes me more um, accountable to the situations. If, if we do this every single day, then I'm like, all right, then I don't think of it as I have to do. It. It's like, well, this is what I get to do during that period of time. Right. And then, um, and then I can work my other stuff around that. So after eight o'clock I can go nuts. Yeah. The problem is when, after eight o'clock, you're still dealing with trying to get them to sleep. Right. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. where the difficulty sure. is. It's where you, you have the established eight o'clock. It's yeah. eight o'clock. They're not in bed. <laughs> they haven't even taken a bath yet. And you're like, why this isn't going to, you're, you're thinking to yourself, this is going until eight 45, yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah. What am, now I'm behind. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it just happens and sure. that's what happens. And sure. so, yeah, you just, you want to establish that routine and it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. So. Yeah. Um, I wish everybody the the best. (laughs) If you guys have any ideas about, you know, maybe what's worked for you or even some questions about routines and and what you should do, uh, Alan, what can they do to reach out to us? They can email us podcast at dudes, com. get us up on Twitter at dudes, the dads, Facebook, dudes, the dads, com. And also dad university is on Facebook as well. YouTube, Dad's Deuce of Dad's is there as well as Dad University. A lot of mm-hmm. great info and tips and stuff there. Um, and then please go to iTunes and Stitcher um, and any other podcatchers that are on. I won't believe we're on uh, Google Play um, is uh, get get on those channels. Leave some reviews, leave some comments and subscribe to those networks there. So we really appreciate that. It helps perpetuate the show. Good stuff. Good stuff. Do you have a nighttime and morning routine? No. <laughs> no. This is when, when I have kids, I'm, I'm going to have to go back to this episode and play it over. So and over every, again. there's like, well, your morning has to be somewhat of a morning routine, right? Yeah. Get up. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, no. I'm, 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 well, guess what? Next week we're talking about a morning routine. Ooh, there you go. Way. So you will be able to uh, take some pointers. from. I that. think I will. <laughs> All right. Well, Alan, as always, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.